Chapter 3 The Godly Are in Some Sense Already Blessed I now proceed to the second point, that the godly are in some sense already blessed. The saints are blessed not only when they are accepted by God, but also while they are travelers to glory. They are blessed before they are crowned. This seems to be a paradox to flesh and blood. What? Reproached and maligned, yet blessed? A man who looks upon the children of God with a carnal eye, and sees how they are afflicted, and are like the ship in the gospel that was covered with the waves, Matthew 8.24, would think they were far from blessedness. The Apostle Paul provides a list of his sufferings. Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods, once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck, a night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeyings often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils by mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Beside those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. 2 Corinthians 11, 24-28. And of those Christians of the first magnitude, of whom the world was not worthy, the author of Hebrews wrote, What shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gedeon, and of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection, and others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts, and in mountains, and in dens and caves of the earth. Hebrews 11, 32-38. What? And were all these people blessed during the time of their sufferings? A carnal man would think that if this is what it means to be blessed, he would want God to deliver him from it. No matter how sense and reason give their vote, our Saviour Christ pronounces the godly person blessed. Even though he is a mourner or a martyr, he is still blessed. Job on the dunghill was blessed Job, Job 2, 8. The saints are blessed when they are cursed. Shimei cursed David. He came forth and cursed David, 2 Samuel 16, 5. Yet when David was being cursed, he was still blessed. The saints, although they are bruised, are still blessed. Not only will they be blessed, but they are blessed. Blessed are the undefiled, Psalm 119, 1. Thy blessing is upon thy people, Psalm 3, 8. 
How are the saints already blessed? They are blessed in that they are enriched with heavenly blessings. Ephesians 1 3. They are partakers of the divine nature. 2 Peter 1 4. Not by being incorporated into the divine essence, but by being transformed into the divine likeness. This is blessedness begun. As the newborn baby is said to have life in him just as much as he who is fully grown, so the saints, who are partakers of the divine nature, have a beginning blessedness, even though they have not yet arrived at perfection. Believers have the seed of God abiding in them, 1 John 3, 9, and this is a seed of blessedness. The flower of glory grows out of the seed of grace. Grace and glory do not differ in kind, but in degree. One is the root, and the other is the fruit. Grace is glory at dawn. Glory is grace at noon. In this sense, the assertion of Augustine is true. Blessed are we in faith and in hope. Grace is the first link in the chain of blessedness. He who has the first link of the chain in his hand has the whole chain. The saints have the Spirit of God in them, the Holy Ghost which dwelleth in us. 2 Timothy 1.14 How can the blessed Spirit be in a person without that person being blessed? A godly person's heart is a paradise planted with the finest fruit, and God Himself walks in the midst of this paradise. Must not this person necessarily be blessed? The saints are already blessed because their sins are not imputed to them. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity. Psalm 32, 2. God not imputing iniquity signifies his making sin not to be. It is as if the person had never sinned. The debt book is cancelled in Christ's blood. No matter how much the debtor owed, if the creditor crosses out the debt, it is as if the debtor had never owed anything. God not imputing sin signifies that God will never call for the debt, or if it would be called for, it will be hidden out of sight. In those days and in that time, saith the Lord, the iniquity of Israel shall be sought for, and there shall be none, and the sins of Judah, and they shall not be found. Jeremiah fifty twenty. Such a man who does not have sin imputed to him is blessed, and the reason is because if sin is not imputed to him, then the curse is taken away, and if the curse is taken away, then he must necessarily be blessed. The saints are already blessed because they are in covenant with God. This is clear by comparing two verses of Scripture. I will be their God, Jeremiah thirty-one thirty-three, and Happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Psalm 144:15. It is the crowning blessing to have the Lord for our God. It is impossible to imagine that God would be our God and we would not be blessed. This sweet word, I will be your God, implies goodness, that all that is in God will be ours. His love is ours, His Spirit is ours, and His mercy is ours. It implies all relations. It has the relation of a father, I will be a father unto you, 2 Corinthians 6.18. The sons of a prince are happy. How blessed are the saints who are of true royal blood! 
It implies the relation of a husband. Thy maker is thine husband. Isaiah 54, 5. The spouse, being pledged to her husband, is happy by having an interest in all he has. The saints, being pledged by faith, are blessed, even though the solemnity of the marriage is kept for heaven. It implies terms of friendship. Those who are in covenant with God are favorites of heaven. Abraham, my friend, Isaiah 41, 8. It is considered to be a subject's happiness to be in favor with his prince, even though he may not live near the court. How happy must he inevitably be who is God's favorite! The saints are already blessed because they have a reversion of heaven, just as, on the contrary, he who has hell in reversion is said to be already condemned. He that believeth not is condemned already. John 3.18. He is as sure to be condemned as if he were condemned already. So he who has heaven in reversion may be said to be already blessed. A man who has the reversion of a house after a short lease runs out looks upon it as his already. He says that the house is his. So a believer has a reversion of heaven after the lease of life has run out, and he can say at present, Christ is mine and glory is mine. He has a title to heaven, and he is a blessed man who has a title to show. Faith turns the reversion into possession. The saints are already blessed because they have the first fruits of blessedness here. We read of the seal and the earnest of the Spirit, 2 Corinthians 1 22, as well as the first fruits, Romans 8 23. Heaven has already begun in a believer. The kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost, Romans 14 17. This kingdom is in a believer's heart, Luke 17, 21. The people of God have a foretaste of blessedness here. As Israel tasted a bunch of grapes before they actually possessed Canaan, so the children of God have those secret dividends of the Spirit, those smiles of Christ's face, those kisses of His lips, those tokens of love that are as bunches of grapes, and they sometimes think themselves to be in heaven. Paul was let down in a basket. Acts 9.25. Oftentimes the Comforter is let down to the soul in a decree, and then the soul is in the suburbs of Jerusalem above. A Christian sees heaven by faith and tastes it by joy. And what is this except blessedness? The saints may be said to be blessed in this life because all things tend to make them blessed. All things work together for good to them that love God. Romans 8.28. We say to the person who has everything work out for the best that he is a happy person. The saints are very happy, for all things have a tendency to work out for their good. Prosperity does them good. Adversity does them good. Even sin turns to their good. Every trip makes them more alert. Their ailments are their medicines. Are not they happy people who have every wind blowing them to the right port? A saint may be said to be blessed because part of him is already blessed. He is blessed in his head. Christ, his head, is in glory. Christ and believers make one mystical body. Their head is already in heaven. Observe the difference between a wicked person and a godly person. 
No matter how many comforts a wicked person has, he is still cursed. No matter how many crosses a godly person has, he is still blessed. Even if a wicked person has the candle of God shining on him, Job 29.3, if his way is so smooth that he meets with no obstacles, and even if he has success, yet there is still a curse imposed upon him. You may read the sinner's inventory, Deuteronomy 28.16-18. He is not more full of sin than he is of a curse. Though perhaps he blesses himself in his wickedness, yet he is heir to God's curse. All the curses of the Bible are his portion, and at the day of death this portion is sure to be paid. However, a godly person, in the midst of all his miseries, is blessed. He may be under the cross, but he is not under a curse. It shows the privilege of a believer. Not only will he be blessed, but he is blessed. Blessedness has begun in him. You are blessed of the Lord. Psalm 115.15. No matter how sad the condition of the righteous seems to be, yet it is blessed. He is blessed even in affliction. Blessed is the man whom thou chastenest, O Lord. Psalm 94.12. He is blessed in poverty. Hath not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith? James 2.5. He is blessed in disgrace. The Spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. 1 Peter 4.14. This may be refreshing to the fainting Christian. He is blessed in life and death. Satan cannot take away the blessing. This will take away complaining and gloom from a child of God. Will you grumble and be sad when you are blessed? Esau wept because he wanted the blessing, Bless me, even me also, O my father. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Genesis 27.38 However, will a child of God be exceedingly cast down when he has the blessing? Adam sinned in the midst of paradise. How evil it is to be blessed and yet complain! What an encouragement this is to godliness! We all desire a blessing. Let us then embrace Christianity. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. Psalm 112, 1. Some people will say that this way is spoken against everywhere. Acts 28, 22. It doesn't matter since this is the way to be blessed. Suppose a rich man would adopt another person as his heir, and others would criticize this person. He would not care as long as he is heir to the estate. Why then would you care if others criticize you for following Christ as long as it brings blessedness to you? You become blessed the day you become godly.